Every year, Louisville Metro government gets hundreds of thousands of dollars in federal funding to help low- and moderate-income residents with home repairs. The city says its goal is to provide safe and stable living conditions. But as WFPL's Yasmin Jama reports, some recipients worry that's not happening. The home repair program picks a handful of residents each year and covers about $25,000 worth of repairs for each of them. Applications are reviewed on a first-come, first-served basis, so time is of the essence. But according to some, it's a complicated, lengthy process to navigate. We had to get the deed for the house. We had to make sure that who was on the deed was the rightful person that was in the house. So we did a lot of that going back and forth. That's Deidre Kelly. She helped her father apply for home repair assistance back in June of 2020. He owns a two-bedroom house in the city's Park Hill neighborhood, west of Old Louisville. A screened-in porch leads you inside. Past the living room is a dining area, which branches off to all other parts of the house. The ceilings are water-damaged, so badly in some rooms that there are chunks missing from the drywall. Mold plagues the home like ivy, creeping up the corners. My father started staying over to his girlfriend's house because... He could breathe better when he was away from her. Repairs started in August of this year, and according to the contract, the work was supposed to be done by September 5th, but it's still going on. Homeowner Charles Kelly says there were miscommunications about when workers were coming by. They come telling me that they're going to be here, and then they don't show up, so I'm here all day waiting on them. Let's rewind a bit to what happens when the city admits someone into the Home Repair Assistance Program. First, an inspector arranges a walkthrough of the home to pinpoint what repairs are needed. They started from outside of the house to coming in and telling us that he needed a railing for his steps. His steps just coming up from the sidewalk, that wasn't leveled. They said they was going to fix that. Then once they got into the house, that's when we showed them all the work that needed to be done. Like repairing the leaky roof, a failing air conditioner, and taking care of the mold infestation. I said, look, we're dealing with black mold. I showed him on the walls where I saw the black mold. Visually, I could see it. He said, we don't do mold removal. That's exactly what he said. Marilyn Harris directs Louisville Metro's Office of Housing. That's the department that oversees the home repair program. She says mold remediation and removal are covered. But the city calls on environmental experts to inspect the area in question before deciding on which course of action to take. Sometimes you have mold that is not mold, it is mildew, and sometimes you have mold that is mold. Many times just by looking at it, you can't tell whether it's black mold or just mildew. And so we call in specialists to make that determination. According to the Federal Emergency Management Agency, mildew is just mold in its early stages. There are different ways to address mold issues, from tearing down walls and the structure within to spraying it with a bleach solution, plus what Harris described as a paint mixture that has a sealant in it that will encapsulate the dry, dead mold. The Environmental Protection Agency doesn't recommend this spray-and-seal approach because it doesn't kill the spores. It just keeps them contained, if and only if the moisture is eliminated. But family members say that's what the city contracted workers are doing at Charles Kelly's house, even though the source of the moisture there was a leaky roof and the contractors didn't fully replace it. Instead, they added a new layer of shingles on top. 
it is not a violation of any code to put a second layer of roof on over. Kelly's daughter Deidre says that just patched over the problem. It's no good if you're putting it on some wood that has been rotted from rain. You know, over a period of time, this is all needed to be replaced. Despite the mold, contractors started redoing parts of the drywall in Kelly's dining room in late summer. And within weeks, the painted over areas were already water-stained. When I first visited Kelly's home in late September, he'd had the initial mold inspection, though nothing had been done about it. But by then, the contractor had already moved on from a short list of repairs. Fresh gutters, a new water heater, and the still-leaking roof. The roof had gaps in several areas where you could feel air blowing in, and where the family feared water would continue to seep through. Harris, with the Office of Housing, says someone with the city will do a final walkthrough after contractors wrap up repairs. An inspector will go out and verify and make sure that everything that was in the work write-up that we agreed to and that we are paying for is done and completed in an acceptable manner and up to code. But Tawana Bowen says that doesn't guarantee the work will last. The city helped with her home repairs about 10 years ago. Bowen says she had roof work done to divert the flow of water and protect against leaks. But it failed just two years later. It's leaking now. I had water leaks up on the ceiling upstairs. They put a new roof on. It shouldn't be leaking. The contracting group that worked on Bowen's house back in 2011, ABN Restoration Inc., is the same one fixing Kelly's house now. No one is keeping up with what's actually going on with the city. But that's government money that they are, you know... (laughs) no one's really keeping track of it. Louisville Metro government has contracted the majority of home repairs out to ABN over the last couple of years. In the fiscal year that ended in June of 2021, the company raked in about $208,000 of the home repair program's total budget of $288,000. ABN's owner didn't respond to requests for comment. How many elderly people they doing this to that they're getting this government funding? and not doing the job. That's Kelly's nephew, Gary Irvin. He says his uncle is already facing pressure to sell the house to developers. They just called him the other day and sent him a letter and called him about buying his house. But Charles Kelly says he's not willing to give up his home. He entered the program because he was relying on the city's commitment to quality work. Now, Kelly says he's concerned the superficial repairs won't hold up and he worries about the price he'll have to pay when that time comes. I'm Yasmin Jama in Louisville.